streaming, we're going streaming. Going 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 streaming, we're going streaming. All right. Good evening or afternoon or morning, whenever you're listening to us. Um, this is, if you didn't hear from the uh, repetitive song, our new theme song. Now this is, you're, we're going streaming. And this is our annual Halloween episode. Joined, as always, I'm Matt, by the way, joined with Brian and Pat. Hello, guys. <laughs> yeah. What's up, boy? The clothes coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> I got my NPR voice going on. I had a better one this time. <laughs> Did you have a better one this time? This is our sec- third time good. trying to record this, so... Yeah, this has been... I think no, well, there's ghosts. Yeah, technically. There are ghosts in, in our Zoom call. Yeah. In our, yeah. In our, the, ghost go- of, the ghost of Halloween doesn't want us to finish this. Yo, Brian, back up a little bit. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, but, uh, there's... Oh. have been switched. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to record this episode right now, so you know no, I, nobody else understands. I'm doing the thing. <laughs> why this is funny do- to us? <laughs> I'm doing the thing I've been trying to get you guys to do for 16 I know, episodes. Right? I know, right? It's it's weird. The Swall- roles swallow our mics. <laughs> Swallowing mic. Yeah, cough it up, uh-huh. there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's you know? been thinking of Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> but uh <laughs> all right so let's get uh back into it That's so as always said. we're gonna start with our roundtable discussion uh <laughs> based on our last episode our last episode brian <laughs> reviewed the movie london i reviewed the movie late night and pat reviewed the tv series lore all on prime by the way uh so we'll start our roundtable with pat oh yeah and his thoughts on Brian's movie, London. All right. Again, I need to repeat. Don't interrupt me. Let me let me run through this whole thing because it's the only way this is going to work. It's hilarious, but it's very... Doubtful. You know what? Fuck you. And fuck you too, Brian. Because, again, these are my what? thoughts on London. <laughs> <laughs> so, this movie is set in New York, but it's called London. What? This movie is already bullshit. Chris Evans does drugs like a little bitch. Be the Boy Scout you're meant to be, or go full tilt, none of this half-assed shit. The lead singer of Third Eyed Blind was a better drug addict than Chris Evans. The sex scene sucks. Well, Hold on, stop, stop. Gratuitous wanton (laughs) set destruction, showing rock bottom sucks, could have done way better with it. Am I just finding shit to nitpick to piss Brian off? 100%. 2006? What a garbage year. Jason, Jason Statham oh, is five. in this? With hair? The hair is... Un- oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the hair is un- the unbelievable part in this, but I want to believe, but I believe the drug dealer part 100%. Where's the 4K? 2006 still sucked. Iran made low-grade uranium. Russia was as much of a tool then as it is now. The, te- the acting in the Fantastic Four was still as bad then as it is it was in 2005. Jessica Biel is an anti crazy anti vax nut job who is practically unhirable now. She wasn't good then, she isn't oh, good now. The character's name is London. How fucking lazy. Shittiest rom com ever. Rom-com. Isla Fisher is better than Jessica Biel. 
This is I the first. This is just Eva? the first fifteen minutes. <laughs> Not even going to discuss <laughs> the rest so of the movie. Issues. Maybe get her name right though. Who? Isla. Yeah, let's start simple. Isla. Jessica Isla. 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 Um. <laughs> well, how about Beal? How about Beal? It's not bile. It's not something that comes up from inside, although maybe. But um, is it Beal or is it bile? She, uh, I mean, Beale. judging by her acting Beale. performances, I was saying Beal. It's 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 bile because <laughs> she's you been. Bile. I was no, I was watching. I was watching, <laughs> and I was like, I was just thinking. I was like, I can't buy her in any role. I don't know what it is. It's just maybe it's from watching Seventh Heaven, but it, she just doesn't honestly it's pro- sell any. Like she, oh, it's no. like you can see her acting. It's probably her anti-vax attitude. No, because this is before <laughs> that. First of all, my favorite thing about my favorite thing about your little like rant there is in the beginning you're like this takes place in New York. Why the fuck is their name London? And then two seconds <laughs> then later you're like, it. so the character's name's London. Like, <laughs> I, honestly, I was really just looking for things to nitpick just to piss you off because I really honestly That's didn't fine. like this movie. Oh, the, oh yeah, the I mean, I don't love was... it. I love the idea. I thought, go ahead. All right, Matt, are you done? Let Matt. I mean, I'm I'm done. That's about as far as I got before I finally just shut it off and went like, fuck this. Yeah, you didn't finish it. Oh, that's yeah. Really I finished. Cool. I did go back and finish I... it later, just to say I finished it, oh. but. I didn't finish it right then. I was just done. I was just like, this is su- okay. such a dumb movie. This is my three word review on this is a shitty Richie movie. As in Guy Richie. Like, it's like a guy shitty Ritchie. Guy Richie movie. Like if you tried to make a rom com, but not in a good way. Oh, oh. okay. I could see okay. that. I don't even know who made this movie. Either way. I don't know, but um, it was garbage. It was directed by Hunter Richards. Fuck oh, Hunter yeah. Richards. He sucked. Hunter Richards. Who doesn't even have like a Wikipedia page, so that tells you what you need to know about this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I thought that the acting, but I thought the acting was garbage. I thought um, the only one that was actually good was Jason Statham, which I think Brian alluded to the last uh, episode. He was saying you said like Statham kind of outacted everybody. Um, I think Chris Pine in the role probably would have been better, which we had mentioned <laughs> again. Jason Statham is much more believable yeah, as a right? drug he dealer. Did. He did. Is Jason Statham is much more believable as a drug dealer than Chris Evans is as a drug addict. It's terrible. Well, Statham just Statham kills it in this, and then but also, dude, what is with I didn't, I didn't get the whole plot. Like I was watching the movie, and I'm like waiting for something to happen. But the whole movie just he was revolves in, around. It's because Chris Evans, the drug addict, was in love with another drug he's addict. In love with. And Wait, who's she the left other drug him. Addict? Oh yeah, I guess kind of. Yeah, London. London's a drug addict, so Jessica Biel's London. Yeah, she's she's probably a drug addict. Found some pills and shit. Ba- basically, they sat there and had one more well, night of romance. Why did they call the movie London, Pat? Because he's obsessed with this girl. I don't fucking know. I, he spent half the time and in the fucking bathroom. He spent half the time in the fucking bathroom. What's her name? I mean, obviously her name's London, but it's That's just pointless. I kind of wish this was set. I kind of wish this was set in London because then at least to be like, okay, it's you London know, in London. London in London. Actually, the. The best part or, of the movie, though, was the uh, little fight scene, and then when the four of them joined each other, like on the elevator, like London and uh, whatever Chris Evans' character's name was, dipshit, and then <laughs> and then Statham like is just beating the shit out of people. I was like, this is what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. like this is like transporter, <laughs> yeah. with with hair. 
which is that's <laughs> that's not believable. I was with Pat on that. Like, the, why why did they have to give him a, a wig or a toupee or whatever that was? <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like this movie tra- right, was transport made. Was pre- Sorry, go ahead. Well, but I, doesn't this movie feel like it was made before like all of these fools became like slightly recognizable, and then they were like, "Oh, put that out." Yeah, it. Yeah, I, I can. He's very low budget indie. Also, also, I, I slight. I don't think Chris Evans' performance was very good. Obviously, Jason Statham had the better performance. But if you don't yeah. think that that person that Chris Evans is being exists, yeah, that guy exists, man. He's on the East Coast. He is exactly like that fucking guy. He, yeah. No, I'm just. I agree that like, guy that's exists. a real character. That's a no, real person. No, that guy. That guy does exist. I just think Chris Evans wasn't everything very he says. Good at everything it. he does. Ah, really terrible. That's, again, that's a real person. Again, he's a, I think he's a terrible fucking person. But I think had I think had it been a different actor, I probably would have given it a little more credit. But it was Chris Evans. Chris Evans is such a fucking Boy Scout. It's like mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Well, that's that's yeah. He's not believable well, in those hard. I guess that's fair. I mean, I roles. saw even as Johnny Storm. I, mean, I, that's fair. I think I saw this movie. I think I saw this movie for the first time in like oh six oh seven. Yeah. So maybe that was like pre our preconceived notions of Chris Evans. I mean, let you me liked put it, it then. It's true. He does these things. Well, yeah. I mean, it was like Jason Statham, Chris Evans, and doesn't fucking Zoe Zaldana like walk into the fucking bathroom at one point no. or something? Like, yeah. Wasn't that her? No, Who she doesn't. I thought there was somebody else in this. No, no. somebody else. Zoe Saldana. No, it wasn't Zoe Saldana. Right. Was it? No. no. No, not Zoe Saldana. You talking about the one that was like I mean, in love with uh, Statham? Was that? Oh, she was the one who came in later. Yeah, I thought, I thought so. Anyway, I don't know. No, but um, you know, even even as you know, Chris Evans was Johnny Storm, the badass of the Fantastic Four. I didn't believe that even then. You know, when he was cast as Captain America, it's like okay, that makes that makes sense. It's a perfect role for him. You know, it's hold on. You know, it's that Boy Sorry. Scout bullshit. What? <clears throat> it says Louis C.K. was. Did I miss London where Louis yeah, C.K. Louis C. K. was Yeah, therapist? he was in it too. Yeah, yeah. Why Wait, did was. I, maybe I fell asleep at that part. Yeah. Why no Dane there's Cook two was in questionable it. cameos. That yeah, dated it. Dane Cook and Louis C.K. Two cameos where I'm like, what and, the fuck is this? And Dane you know Cook what? doing his, <laughs> but you know what? Dane... his typical like skit where like, oh yeah, I invented this and this and that. And... But you know what? At least Dane Cook's oh, biggest yeah, crime, Dane Cook's biggest crime is just stealing jokes. Louis C.K. jerked off with women who didn't he asked, consent. Though, right? He asked, he but asked. they never consented. He did ask permission. <laughs> he did, did ask, ask permission. permission. <laughs> he did ask, but none of them. I think most of them didn't say yes. No, I was joking, joking with a, a former coworker that um, we were going to go see Louis C.K. and we were going to have shirts made where it just says he asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, no, we didn't go through with it, but it was it was a joke, like. That actually because, would have of course, been what he did was wrong. What he did was wrong, but still, that would yeah. have been brilliant. That would probably wouldn't the funniest thing <laughs> in the whole show if you weren't surrounded by a bunch of conservative <laughs> chuckle fucks, right? Because they're the only ones that support him now. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I give this movie so is, like is, a two out of five. Yeah, I, I'm about there with you, Pat. I give it a two out of five. My three word review, I didn't really have one. I think Pat's three word review was. It was pretty good. Um, Shitty drug bitchy fueled, movie. Oh, drug fueled boar. Oh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Woof. 
You needed you needed to do cocaine just to stay up and watch this movie. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. So you guys are you guys are uh, no, you're good. I, I I think I gave it I gave it three, so I was like barely above your guys' review. Right. And mine, right. I think I was just more. I think I'm just I'm telling you, like right now, I'm in this mood where I'm gonna write a one act play. I don't know why, but I'm gonna do it. I just have this fucking like when I was talking about with Hard Candy. I'm like, give me an indie movie. Where the whole mm-hmm. thing's made for like twenty grand, and they do it in like one bedroom of a house, like Bo Burnham inside. Give me a Bo Burnham inside movie. Right. The whole thing just takes good. place in like ten days. We shoot the whole thing in ten days, right? Anyway, but yeah, I gave it three words, or not three words. I gave it three stars. But uh, yeah. oh no, I was gonna say uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie. You guys are gonna feel really dumb. No, we're not. It's fourteen <laughs> percent. Oh shit! Oh wow! Okay. Wow. Wow, uh, that might be our second. However, still that might be than, our second lowest. <laughs> <laughs> Which one well, was the worst? Which one was the worst? Bruce Brothers or Pottersville? Skin? Oh, Pottersville. Fuck you, guys. Pottersville, you jag. Pottersville. Hey, fuck you guys. Pottersville's. Well, no, because it's the greatest Christmas movie. It's, no, it's the it's, worst Christmas movie, or the greatest it's, movie, or of all the greatest time. movie ever made, which makes no sense at all. It makes that guy was high. It's got. <laughs> That guy you was doing Potter's coke with Chris paper. Evans in the bathroom when he wrote that. <laughs> based, based on, I wish he was. Might be better. Based on our like. Uh, well, not based on that movie. Based, based on, based on our podcast on paper, Pottersville should be our best movie ever. Shannon Greer, like it's got right. Like, yeah, it checks it all just, the boxes. Ian McShane, so bad. Yeah, Ron Perlman. Oh God, I mean, yeah. it's literally on paper. Yeah. It's a wonderful movie. <laughs> so stupid. I still love it. All right, though, so, so fuck you guys. So we're ready to move on to my movie from last yeah. episode. Yeah. All right, so Brian, you want to start with this one? Late night. Yeah. Uh, late night. So this is a 2019 film of starring Elle McPherson. Or no, I'm sorry, Elle McPherson. Emma Thompson. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, what the fuck? <laughs> Elle McPherson and uh, Mindy Kaling. And uh, that one did you mention from Veep? I recognized him after I re-listened to the last Reed episode. I was like, oh, that's yeah. what he's talking about. Um, yeah, and more importantly, Paul Walter Hauser, who is currently one of my top ten actors living right now. Um, he was uh, he was just like Richard Jewell. Oh, yeah, just okay. like, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that guy. He's in uh, Cobra Kai. He's like the bigger dude in Cobra Kai, who's yes. like <laughs> part of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's he's also in like an episode um, of Always Sunny. That makes sense. Yeah. He yeah. did something else the other day, too. I was watching something. And I was like, what the fuck? Paul Walter Hauser. He's been but, uh, right. He's like he's Jesse Plemons. He just keeps popping up in things. Right. Yeah. He's like, Corella. He was in Corella. But, uh, he was in the new Corella I think you're right. movie. I think, oh, yeah. 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 He was, uh, yeah. Him and that one dude were, yep. Yeah. Were, uh, the fucking, whatever her henchmen were. Corella was good. Emma Thompson was also in Corella. Yeah. All right. That's weird. She was like, <laughs> she was like the big bad. <laughs> yeah. Good for them. Maybe they have a thing. Um, anyway, Late Night is a story about um, Emma Thompson is like a talk show host, late night talk show host who's been on the air for, I don't know, 15 plus years or some shit like that. And her show's going, uh, it's, getting, it's getting stale. It's getting a little lame. So basically, they're considering replacing her with a younger, hotter talent um, played by, uh, oh, God, what's his face? Um, oh, my God. I know oh, his name. I see him in everything. And Minnie he's in everything Minnie Kaling does. Ike, um, well, let me go to Ike Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz, yes. Oh, Barinholtz. Barinholtz. You got it. Yes. You got it. 
and his I think his I think his like brother or one of his relatives is part of a, a Chicago party and I saw like a Baron Holtz name yeah there. I think or he wrote just, it too or just lumping all Baron Holtz together but anyway I mean who doesn't love Chicago, Chicago party um, and I yeah. thought it was well whatever so, we'll talk about them later yeah we will <laughs> uh, late night <laughs> late <laughs> night um, so Mindy Kaling gets brought on board as quote unquote div- a diversity hire and uh, but she's good she's talented she's funny she's got new ideas and stuff like that and she kind of helps Emma Thompson change the show around and stuff. And, uh, you know, good moments, happy moments. A little bit of a Devil Wears Prada vibe. Um, you know, shitty mm-hmm. boss, but kind of takes to this younger blah, blah, blah. Um, so let's just jump into it. My three-word review is Mindy Kaling Project. Like, this felt <laughs> like a Mindy Kaling Project. Like, it right. it had that mm-hmm. vibe going through. It, you could tell she – even, like, before it even started. Yeah. Well. I mean, she has a tendency to putting herself in main roles, which all for her. If I was writing movies in Hollywood, and they were right. like, "Who do you want to be this?" I'd be like, "They were like, who do you want to? Who do you want in this role that uh, makes out with um, Charlie Theron?" I'd be like, "Probably me. We should probably put me in that role." Mm-hmm. But um, and if you can like get Adam away Sandler. with it, kudos to her. Right. <laughs> also, Adam Sandler. Uh, we need someone to make out with Jennifer Aniston in this movie. Who do you think it should be? <laughs> probably me. Um, he. She but, wrote the um, movie, by I, the way. I, Minnie I, Keeling wrote it. Yeah. Sounds. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my point. She's yeah. putting herself okay, in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they say, right, what well, you know, right? <laughs> Who uh-huh. knows you? I don't know if you were aware that. Right, yeah. What? That uh, Mindy Kaling wrote this? Yeah. What's even weirder is that BJ Novak didn't <laughs> co write this. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh. <laughs> oh. Oh. But, uh, I thought it was good. I, I... Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he uploaded his face to, like, like, some stock photos to like, throw him on. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. I just thought it was funny. So good. It's so funny because like you look at those and it just like it looks like Ryan is selling a poncho. Like, <laughs> like I just see Ryan. Right? I'm, like I don't know him from anything else. I mean, Actually, I'm honestly I would surprised. Buy, I would buy BJ Novak as Chris Evans' character in London. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I would believe that. I would believe BJ Novak yeah. as Chris Evans' character more so than Chris Evans. Evans. No, yeah. you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't, because you wouldn't buy that BJ Novak could land Jessica Biel. She's no, like 5'11". A... Yeah, but no personality. Ooh, yeah, that's a fair point. So... <laughs> Height matters more. I don't know what to tell you. No, but, but you know, but, um... but again, you know what? All you have to do is put him on a box. All you have to do is put him on a box. Put that in your, put that in your Tinder profile. It's the same thing with uh, Tom Cruise. Put so him on he's... a box. <laughs> he's taking a Tom... fucking... What am I... What am I... What am I making far and away on my twenty thousand dollar bathroom room movie budget? <laughs> yeah, you know, sit there, stand on a fucking box. You're taller than everyone else in the room. Just don't look at his feet, and you're good. Cutting cutting trenches for <laughs> Jessica Biel now? No. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. Um, what do I want to say about late, late night review? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So I did only do two and a half stars though, because it got a little ho hum on me quite a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is which is funny. Also, side note though, Brittany watched it like the whole thing, and yeah, kind of the same deal. Like we both watched it, and we were like, "Oh, okay. it's, it's not bad." Like, um, I, I do want to say a, a couple mentions that I just want to throw out there though. I just love Emma Thompson, and mm-hmm. I know we even kind of alluded to that in the last episode. Um, if anyone actually listened mm-hmm. to that, Tom, you know what we're talking about. But um, <laughs> just all the stuff that we love her in. I saw you know Sense and Sensibility. Um, her as Professor Sybil in like Harry Potter, mm-hmm. uh, Stranger Than Fiction, which we all gushed over, which I'm happy for. We we got to do a uh, 
if you re- if you go back and re-listen to our podcast, there's a couple movies that we all kind of like come together on like real quickly in like a organic way. I think we should do like reviews, solo reviews of those. Like, oh, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know we do like the bonus stuff, like we're gonna do today, where we throw in like a special like movie review and stuff like that that we all like together. <laughs> but I think more like more like <laughs> more like what Pat did made us made us do with uh, the Snyder Cut. Where we're like, let's just focus on one movie and talk about it. Like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, or, or you know, and again, um, I would like to do an an episode where we focus on one actor's work. Like, we pick an actor, ooh. focus on one actor's work. Again, Michael Shannon would be a number one pick for me, or Rami Malek would be another one. This would have to be like after we get through some of the streaming services, though, because I don't think. Yeah, I think we yeah, run they through and then we can just pick on, from multiple. Yeah, right. Yep, mm-hmm. that's a yep, good idea, though. Exactly. Yeah, let's get it right like let's that because we could because you know we could do with reviews. that. <laughs> well, real quick though, what we could do with that idea, Pat, is we could all do a top five. Mm-hmm. People love lists, baby. Oh they yeah, that's true. yeah. Lists. We could be like, yeah. look, look, we're uh, Talk click to Buzzfeed. Look, we're click, we're click bait for uh, fucking Buzzfeed bitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yep. you, Buzzfeed. Yep. Here's our top. <laughs> here's our top five Michael Shannon movies, and why is number one? The sorority letter. No. Um, yeah, no, why is but... number one Pottersville? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got, dude, that just got clickbait as fuck. That would be okay. good. I, yeah, I don't even think, good. I don't think, I don't. That's the definition <laughs> of clickbait right there. About late night. I just, I just want to say, and Matt, you alluded to it last time about John Lithgow being in this. And that was, that was where this movie succeeded. Mm-hmm. I felt like. Um, it, all the acting's good. Minley Kaling mm-hmm. does that role very well. Right. Um, you know, all the all the other writers were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the I did like the quick switch of love interest. Like they were kind of like, here's this guy, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they were like, ah, this guy. But um, and then um, there I, I think the two maybe the point five in my star review comes in. Um, the scene with uh, Emma Thompson and John Lithgow, just kind of her kind of finally coming to terms with like who she is and where she's at in her life. Mm-hmm. And these two fucking heavyweights just, yeah, her and Lithgow in that scene where it was, it was just oh, awesome. Yeah. It was the best scene no, in the whole what? movie. So, which brings me to our new segment. <laughs> um, you know, Oh no, that's for the recommendations. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. But, um, no, li- no, but I but mean, anyway, my, that scene. All right. My <laughs> kind of comments were, you know, Emma and Mindy, it, yeah, it was very much an Emma and Mindy show, but um, that was my three-word review on it. Um, Hold you on. know, oh, Emma. Emma and Mindy show, <laughs> essentially. Oh. Emma and Mindy. No, show. but drop. No, does and drop and not count as a word? No, just drop the show. Just Emma and Mindy. That's all it needs to be. Emma Mindy show. Emma and Mindy. Emma yeah. and Mindy. That's all. Yeah, fair. You know, I mean, that's, Although, honestly, that's I would watch that. Emma but Mindy John. Show. But you know what, John? Li- Mindy show. <laughs> yeah, I, I would watch that too. But um, no, I feel like I definitely feel like John Lithgow was perfect in this, one hundred percent. Nailed it. Read the assignment and just nailed it. Um, wow, this this women like empowerment movie, and Pat picks out John Lithgow's imp- uh, performance. Oh my god! <laughs> no, but there was. Wow. De- I definitely feel it was preachy. I definitely feel it was preachy to an extent. It does, yeah. And you know what I do, but I do feel like we do need a late night female te- television host. 
considering it's all. It is weird. All the women are Samantha B. I was thinking that. Yeah. No, Samantha B. They had her, but sure. Um, I mean, <laughs> but it is weird that like <laughs> they should have some Kelly's should. Kelly yeah, Clarkson. Uh, Drew Barrymore, like all these people have talk shows. Nobody watches. Well, hers replays. You know what? Hers actually, replays so well. a lot that late at night. <laughs> and actually, you know what? The thing I kind of want to comment on, actually, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, is Emma felt a lot like Ellen. Like it felt like she was being, she was, like sitting there bringing out Ellen at her like worst, almost. Like she Except, was super oh, she was nice, sh- and everybody thought shit. she was nice. But super she nice, was but an pe- yeah, raging asshole. But. No, but the difference was no. I didn't think, no, well, I don't hold think on, I hold on. I don't feel Emma Thompson's character was nice in public. No, her character wasn't right, nice yeah. in public. But um, I or mean, Ellen was Ellen was really nice in public or on her show. But it felt like you I... know in her public no, Ellen appearances. Was nice in public and... Yeah, Ellen, Ellen was still an asshole in public, but just not. No, it was the, actually the ones. first I heard of her. So was my like, comparison. Um, What's his name? Like a bunch of comedians were talking about her and saying how she would just like undress people in front of everyone. But then the shit like the lights would turn on and she'd be like, and I think these comedians were like full of shit. And then all this stuff leaks out. I was like, oh, wow. Ellen does suck as a person. Yeah. I got more of a vibe of uh, whenever this whatever Emma Thompson's character name was. Let's call her Miranda. No, that was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Devil> <laughs> proud. But um, I, I got more of like a Fallon vibe. Like I feel like Fallon, I saw I saw Fallon stand up like a long ass time ago, whenever that was, uh-huh. like SNL days before Tonight Show type stuff, and he was a slightly edgier. He's still Fallon, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel mm-hmm. like recently he, he's like a he's like a machine. He's just part of the machine yeah. of just these are the jokes. This is this. Then we go through this. Then yeah. we this and this, this. And you know, I, I think I, she reminded me more of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Pat, what was your? Uh, did you give your rating? Um, I gave it a two point five. I didn't really. Okay. It didn't. Oh. It didn't really. Yeah, I mashed up Brian a little bit on this. You know, acting was good. It was enjoyable, but it didn't really astound. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It definitely was not astounding. It was not. It was not a world changing movie. Right. Right. Okay. It's a mediocre plot. Yeah. <clears throat> With great talent. Mm-hmm. Agree. All right, so hey, Emma Thompson, big fan of her. <laughs> yeah, should we go to Pat's recommendation? Um, yeah, let's Brian, talk. do you want to do this one or should I start with this one? I, let's I talk know. about lore. As the host, oh, I, I guess don't yeah, monopolize. I started with uh, I started with late night. Yeah, it's your turn. You start. Go lore. Okay. Well, lore was Pat's pick, mm-hmm. and this was a, it's in a, a horror anthology series. You said it was based on a podcast last time. It's based on a podcast yes. by Aaron Mankey, and the podcast is phenomenal. Yes. Okay. The, so I, sorry, I went in. Yeah. Or did you want to go more into detail? Um. Yeah. Let me throw more into detail. So basically, it takes the best episodes of his podcast. Basically, repeating and, what he said last episode. Yeah. Basically, repeating what I'm saying last episode. Basically, it takes the best episodes of his. <clears throat> takes that best episodes of his podcast, makes actual episodes, and kind of gives it a real life feel to it, so you kind of see a real life action version of it um but i'll let matt continue yeah so going in i uh it was pat's pick so i was like oh this is gonna suck just because you know the last couple of weeks (laughs) oh fuck you guys fuck you (laughs) but holy shit i was hooked no i'm not even joking i was hooked 
After watching the first episode, what was the first episode? That was the um, um, Uh, Mercy Brown, the Brown family, the consumption. Mm -hmm. Yes, consumption. And then I was like, oh, this is this is pretty good. And I finished that one. And then I got to episode two. Was that the one with the changeling? No, that was uh, that would have been the lobotomy. Lobotomy was yeah the second mm-hmm. one. Then I watched the Changeling one, and then I was going to watch the uh, the fourth one. I just ran out of time. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is yeah. one of those shows where yeah. I was like, I can keep watching it. I just I like how they presented the story. Oh. Um, it's and they have like legit actors yeah. in it too, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, I forget the guy's name. Um, because there was a, a guy that I yeah. recognized. Yeah, yeah. Huh. He was in which the one you, where you it was like got to four. If you want legit actors. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he's the one that was in the Poltergeist episode. Was that the or the like the séance? Was that episode four? Yeah, but the, oh yeah, that's Robert Patrick. Yeah, yeah that was that's four. Robert Patrick. Yeah. That's it. That's his name. Yes, yes. I was thinking of his name because I was watching with a yeah. friend. And I was like, oh, I recognize. Uh, I recognize that face. And, like, and you know what? Actually, fun enough, I don't like that episode because when you listen to the actual podcast episode of it, it's mm-hmm. so much freakier. Oh, it's listen to okay. actually because you know what? Here's well, like, I don't know. There's a Here's the thing with lore. The lore lore is basically the folklore of the world and it covers the dark part the dark and creepy parts of history. And you know and some of it's like, all right, based on true stories, some it's based on, you know, documentation. But just listening to some of it is just so freaky because you're sitting there going like, There's no way this actually happened, but you know, there's enough documentation where it did happen and there's enough people to witness it so it's like did it actually happen was it was it all a joke was it all a prank or was it just people's imagination running wild you don't really know because it's right. you have the documentation but you don't really know and that's why i wanted to bring attention to lore because it's just it's so sometimes history is so much creepier than than uh some of these movies can you know Real real history can just freak you out so much more than Freddy Krueger or Jason Voorhees or Michael yeah. Myers. You no, know, I agree. So yeah, so I it was it was well done. Uh-huh. It wasn't super scary or gory or anything, which I liked. No, um, but that speaking of the episode we we're talking about, that one scene when he he came down the stairs, like he heard a bunch of knocking, and then he goes in the dining room, and there's like all those like statue. I don't know. If, you guys, well, yeah. you guys all got to this episode, right? Yeah. And there's like all those where it looks like people, yeah, just sliding around the table with in just their like clothes. white napkins in their clothes. Yeah, they just uh-huh. drop. Yeah. And then he touches them and they drop, and I was like, that my the the hair on the back of my neck was like standing up. Like I said, <laughs> I like I said, like said, you sh- like I said, you sit there and listen to that actual episode and listen to uh, like because mm-hmm. like I said, you know, the episodes do some justice to the story, but it doesn't give all the details. Hmm. Oh my god! Listen to the story. I I mean, I was terrified, and I'm just sitting there driving. I'm doing my job, and I'm sitting right. there the story, and I'm sitting there freaking the <laughs> fuck out because I'm like, wow, yeah. that is fucking freaky. Well, the yeah, and the vampire one. I, I kind of just like how it went into yeah, like the yeah. full real story. Yeah, the first and, one. Yeah, was that the first one? Yeah, yeah. Also, it was like yeah, the sound effects were spot on. Mm-hmm. It made me cringe every time. Um, lobotomy episode was just terrible oh yeah no just because they showed him with the and he had a thing and then he did the the, the kid where they didn't show it but i was like oh no no but 
But I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, it's those dark parts of history, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's why I like it. Cause it's like, all right, there's verified shit here. And then there's unverified shit, but there's enough documentation where it could be verified. Well, speaking of that, um, Spoiler my alert. coworker, my coworker was talking just randomly. This is like last year or something. <clears throat> I don't know how the, the subject came up, but he had mentioned that, um, oh yeah, it's so bad for, uh, um, was it Rose Kennedy or something? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I was, was like, crazy. wait. And he had to tell, he told me, about, so I knew about it before I saw this, mm-hmm. but prior, like oh. prior to him telling me, I, I wouldn't have been aware. And like, I don't know, was that the doctor, the same doctor, Walter Freeman that, that did yeah. the front lobotomy on her. And yeah, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Joseph Kennedy. What an asshole. <clears throat> he was a monster. So crazy. That? It's so crazy that that family just constantly comes up in our fucking history, like over and over and over again. But just oh, I know. It's just because right? they're so large. It's because it's such a large family. Well, yeah, nine kids and yeah. Nine kids and a thousand fucking grandkids after that. Yeah, offspring. And yeah. they don't have the best luck mm-hmm. when it comes right. to, you know, living long. Well, well, it's not even just bad luck. It's just because there's such a large amount of them. Bad things are bound to happen. They're so on the map. They're so on the U.S map trajectory you can't fucking avoid them mm-hmm. you, you could literally throw a rock at a fucking kennedy uh what was it when when well, uh, on the east coast yeah what was it when we were yeah. uh what i just said huh oh no um but it's like when we were at uh fucking <laughs> uh st patty's <laughs> that's at the south yeah. side <laughs> when we were at the south side <laughs> irish parade uh matt oh and, yeah fucking joe kennedy was fucking doing his shit and george he, no it was joe he didn't shake my hand it was joe his name was joe kennedy yeah he didn't shake your hand it wasn't yeah george. so fuck him <laughs> yeah fuck him that's why he lost that's why he lost <laughs> <laughs> but then rom shook my hand and rom's a small guy oh <laughs> no yeah oh he's well no his, his <laughs> he looks like a horse jockey like yeah, that's how small he is. Yeah, yeah, like he could be in the Kentucky Derby. Yep, yep. I remember yeah, him so. like he would always. I'd always when I was uh, living in the city, and I'd go to Pride, and he'd always be like running in the front of the parade. I'd be like, "Oh, somebody's a bottom." Um. Wreck. Okay. So, uh, so back to lore. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, spoiler alert uh, for the uh, seance episode with Robert Patrick. Um, Yeah, Uh it's not real, by the way, Pat. Ghosts aren't real. I don't know what to tell you, but they're not real. I'm not saying it's not real, but, you know, again. (laughs) It's definitely people's interpretation. Um, Well, the twins. All kinds of stuff. Like, fevers would make people go crazy. Mm. Again, freaky shit shit in history. medication. Freaky shit in history. Hey, freaky shit in history. For toothaches. (laughs) Cocaine. Chris Evans' character from... uh, yeah, would have been happy uh, back then. You, he was all over it. Yeah, you get enough people. Yeah. Doc, you get enough documentation. You never, you don't know, unless you're there. You, just, you, uh, you, you, uh, you do enough cocaine and sit down at a Ouija board. You'll see the ghost of Chris Evans from London appear in your fucking apartment. <laughs> <laughs> or the... speaking in a London accent just to please Pat. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it's called London, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It sounded kind of error, so <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> um, so, um, anyway. so yeah, my my re- my 
Three word. I don't even have a three word, but uh, oh, my rating was four out of shit. four out of five. I'm gonna Ooh. say scary binge show. Nice. All right. Oh, that's Brian. Good. I liked it. I'll, I'll keep watching I'll go, it after this. I'll go. Th- I'll go three and a half out of five. Oh, I didn't crap. do four, but um, I don't really have a three word. Lore, lore. Give me lore. Um, yeah. Give me lore. <clears> give but, me death. Uh, <laughs> lore late. So here's here's what's funny. Matt, so did you have either of you tried an episode of the second season? No, I haven't no. gotten that far yet. It's completely fucking different and it sucks. Uh, oh, really? So, so starting the first season of Lore, I don't, uh, dude. So, starting the first season of Lore, I had this issue early on, and I'm assuming it's the guy narrating that did the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So at first I was like, ah, this guy talks like he's an Alexa. Like it was weird. It was almost like someone was like <laughs> typing stuff into a fucking. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. <clears throat> On this episode. But then I rolled war. through the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Hi, I'm around something. And this is lore. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh <laughs> hi, I'm Mary Lincoln and I had a seance in the White House. No, <laughs> but um love that fact, by the way. But uh <clears throat> oh, also with the seance episode, before I get into more of this, but uh I loved the historical figures playing out in this episode. I love how Houdini was like duped mm-hmm. by the fucking spiritual community. He was like, I'm gonna fuck what? all of them. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. But then Arthur Conan Doyle was like, oh, all in, baby. But also did you believe that, to talk to you. Did you believe that recording that they had of Arthur Conan Doyle? Because I was like, that's too clear. <laughs> that was way too clear. No, but but again, that's but that that's is some actually... dude in the rafters on a speaker box. Yeah. Still creepy though. Remember Still creepy. No, it's creepy. But again, that's And look look how easily people are fucking duped these days imagine 100 years ago 150 years ago at this point like <laughs> you know what i mean well that was like the vampire thing where the, the consumption the, the tuberculosis where the one you guy's exactly. like oh yeah yeah it's definitely a a, a devil oh. or a demon inside dude, <laughs> you dude, have to exhume all daughter, the bodies his, his daughter's two months in the cold and they're like no rigor mortis and i'm like what right. she's she just fucking well, died the like two days ago. But I mean, again, that's, but I mean, yeah, that's, that's what, that's let's, hold on. Let's go back to uh, believe doctors. That should be our. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, again, yeah. but but I mean, again, that's part of the reason why some of this shit is folklore. Because, Duh. because you know, again, our knowledge back then is not the same as it is now. You know, if I don't really got the name for the show. Duh. Which is why Ouija boards don't fucking <laughs> experience talk to you. We figured it's that all out. in your head. It's but, all in your head. But I mean, yes. that's. But he does no. I think he does no episodes on fucking Ouija boards at all. But those girls, those two fucking girls in the Sands episodes, the ones that like brought spiritualism to America. Oh, admitted the mediums. It was they bullshit. It was all, yeah. Right. Yeah, but then they. I but also, it was creepier. The, it was creepier the, the way they said that they episode. would fake it though. That they could bend their. Oh yeah, with their cracking the bones. That, yeah, that was like. Crack their bones in their feet or some dumb shit. Yeah, Duh, that's that's yeah, how that's all of weird. this shit works. Someone does something that no one can fucking believe, and that's how they fucking do. You know, you remember the, the first guy that escaped from a straitjacket won a ton of money because no one had an idea what separating your fucking shoulder was. You right. know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> but go listen to the old Halloween episode we did. I talk about me and my cousin fucking around with Ouija boards, and I talk about us deliberately bringing them to parties to fuck with people. We would set up a fucking game where. He would have the answers to things that I would say I had a t- like, yeah. It's all it's all smoke and mirrors. Houdini was right. Arth- Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was wrong. 
as much as I love Sherlock Holmes, this guy was fucking wrong, man. Again, I either way, I, it's interesting. The stories are interesting. I definitely implore you to listen to the podcast because the podcast has some amazing stories that'll sit Ghost there and, that'll freak the fuck out of you, regardless <laughs> of whether you believe it or not. I believe it. I mean, I believe. Yeah, what you're saying. Okay. Well, but right. well, yeah. But back back to what I was saying is the sec. So the second season. Is nothing like the first season. Okay. The first season is narrated almost, um, what? Almost kind of like, Guided. it's almost like a crime show. Like he kind of takes facts, yeah. evidence, blah, 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 breaks things down. Let's it play. The out. second season, they literally just made short films. Oh. Oh, okay. okay. So like one, so like I was like, let me jump ahead and see what's going on here, right? Let me check out the second season. Maybe you know I didn't know how far Pat went, so I was like, well, let's see what's going on. So I I started scrolling through the second season, and there's an episode about Elizabeth Bathory. You know, yeah, yeah, fucking vampire Dracula's wife or, or whatever. Not Dracula's wife, but then it just jumps kill, right kill into the like women. the yeah. story of Elizabeth Bathory. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Okay. No narration. No fucking breakdown of evidence. It, they just they like just made thing. a short film about Elizabeth Bathory. No, uh, that's sad. Then bring season one back. Nope. Right, guys. Bring it's... season one back. Season two of lore. That's probably why they canceled it then. Oh, it's can- okay. Never mind. Then. Yeah. Well, I guess but... I will not rewatch it. Season one was so good. <laughs> no, but um, I mean, listen, so good. listen to the podcast. Oh. Aaron Mankey host. It's <clears throat> the podcast is phenomenal. Um, I did have one idea though. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was watching this, yeah. Uh, so episode three was the changeling, yeah, the the Bridget yeah. Cleary like story, which was mm-hmm. also just fucking unbelievable. Um, so I thought, I think we're all kind of fans of the whole. I don't know, fans is maybe a fucking terrible word, but like, like the Salem witch trials and all that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about a themed another themed pod? Where we all pick maybe maybe next Halloween or maybe in February when the Salem Witch Trials took place, but we do a theme pod where we all pick a movie centered around the Salem and witches and New England witches and stuff like that. Okay, okay. There's plenty of them out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it can't just be like a witch movie, like oh, a witch, like Wizard of Oz. No, okay, but like, well, like were they something theories? dealing with Salem? They witch were trials. witches. Exactly. It has to be more New England based in reality, witch trials, blah blah blah. Okay. Um yeah. but yeah, February is the anniversary of the witch trials, so I don't Would, know. Um, actually funny So Suspiria enough, wouldn't count? No. Actually funny yeah. funnily original, enough not the new one. Funnily enough, Aaron Mankey has another podcast called Unobscured and his first season covers the Salem witch trials. Funnily enough. Good shit. That makes sense. Good. Funnily shit. enough. And then second season covers spiritualism. Funnel, funnel it through. Third right, season finally. covers Jack the Ripper, and now the new season covers Rasputin from Russia. Grigory Rasputin. Oh, not the song. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Ra, that's a good topic. It's Rasputin. a great topic. <laughs> ra, 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 <coughs> All right. Lover of the Russian Queen. So that was uh, that was the review of last episode's picks. So now we're going to pan the streams. Insert so water. Pat one. So we decide Pat one. Pat one. I don't know. Uh, that's what you wrote. So. Yeah, I guess Pat won. Yeah. We're, gonna pan the, we're panning the streams, so 
Yeah, <laughs> goddamn right. We're panning the fucking streams. Grab your pickaxe. Goddamn and, right. Because uh, Pat Join us. held a gun to my head to say that. <laughs> um, so we'll I'm not there. I didn't recommend hold recommendations. I held a pickaxe. For the next episode. <laughs> so we'll start with. Well, I guess we'll start with Pat because he uh, he was the host last episode. So Pat, yeah. what's your recommendation? So my movie for Halloween. So my movie is called <laughs> Pet, and. The movie Pet is weird. It it's <laughs> oh boy. Oh perfect boy. description. So it stars Dominic Sold. Stars Dominic Monaghan, Ksenia oh, Solo, Jeanette McCurdy, and Nathan Parsons. Oh, I did see this. Yes. And you know, it play it plays out, you know, kinda like your standard thriller, but the last fifteen minutes of the movie I think makes the whole movie. And I'm not sure how I would improve upon it, but it's definitely something I would one rewatch again, and two that the fifteen the last fifteen minutes alone make this movie really solid and really enjoyable to watch. Especially if you're looking for a nice spooky, scary movie to watch around Halloween time, like now. Nice. I would probably for me, I would probably give it a final rating of three point five, just because of the ending alone. Uh, so what's what's one reason you recommend us to watch? Just give me one good thing about it. Honestly, this is our new segment, by the way. We're gonna give one thing about our recommendation to suck you in to watch it. Pat, what do you got? I know ser- you said last fifteen minutes. That's not bad. Yeah, the last fifteen minutes alone <clears throat> really make this movie worth a watch. You know, it starts off slow, picks up a little bit, gets a little goofy here or there, but the last fe- fifteen minutes, the twist ending, it's like Chef's kiss, just. Perfect, per like I would consider it a perfect twist ending <clears throat> for a scary movie, a short scary movie like that. Because hmm. I did think about it, you know, I sat there and went through a couple different movies before I finally settled on Pet. I watched Vivarium. I watched Killer Sofa. Yes, Killer Sofa is about as terrible as it sounds. It's as terrible as it sounds. But you know, <laughs> just some, just something about Pet can bring me back to Pet, and you know, my girlfriend and I really agreed. It was. Just had a great ending and a great twist that great ending. Great ending and a great <sighs> twist that you couldn't that you could not sit there and ignore. You know. Okay. Great I'm writing down great ending for your one recommendation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, the mo- okay, the movie so overall is uh so so. Okay. But uh but overall, the the ending makes the whole movie at least better. It brings it up a lot. Okay, I mean, I like Dominic Monaghan. Obviously, a yeah. big Lost guy. Um, Fuck Lost. He's, not be- sure he's better than Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I'm gonna sit there and rip Maybe. on Lost every time. I'm gonna sit there and rip on Lost every chance, every time you bring it up. Fuck Lost. I mean, you're just bringing <laughs> down your own credibility when you're Am just I? disregarding something because I like it. Yeah, because you haven't, you know. I mean that's yep. that's partially true. I, I, you're saying you're saying his his two seconds of screen time in Lord of the Rings is better than his like two seasons. Hold on, two hold three on. Seasons worth it's, of fucking Charlie. It's at least thirty minutes of screen time across all three movies. That's sure. number one. Sure, that's sure. number one. When he's what rolling down a hill or riding on a tree? That's his two fucking. Again, it's at least thirty minutes. It's 
30 minutes. Don't you take that away from him. I think Pippin makes more of a fucking difference. I disagree. Mary brings his own <laughs> shit to the table. Mary bring, Mary does. Billy Boy brings his shit. Yeah. Dom, Dominic Monaghan brings his own shit to the table. Yeah. 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 But you know yeah, what? Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Lost is a long, overly silly timepiece. <clears throat> That's what it stands for. Okay. Right. Start, uh, first season starts off. No, first season. First season's great. First season's great. Everything after that, garbage. Um, yeah, Terrible ending. Terrible ending. Um, all right. So Pat's pay to, off. I would pay to hear this lost podcast, Even, which is you and Pat, because Pat's very against it, and you're like all for I? it. <laughs> <laughs> why would I? Yeah. I was thinking it'd be funny. Just you guys just yelling at Pat each other. I didn't even watch it. I have watched it. I watched the ending, and it. it was terrible. Yeah. Every single episode ever. Yes. What's your favorite TV show, Pat? Not Lost. <laughs> exactly. No, but you okay. know, but you know. So I everyone don't... knows where the bias is. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> no. Um. If I had to pick personal favorite TV show. Oh. Now you're making really to think. I you know what? Nobody cares. Just like nobody cares about Lost. <laughs> <laughs> Especially yeah. after that ending. I mean, at least Breaking after Bad ending. At least Breaking Bad paid off. Did it? It did. Cuz then they made El Camino. Um, I never I didn't watch El Camino. Apparently so it I didn't pay off enough because Vince Gilligan was like, I got a little more story to tell. Um, you didn't watch El Camino. Great. Doing good. You're doing good. <laughs> Ooh, all right, Matt, why don't you... Uh, salt. <laughs> El Camino the Christmas. Salt here. Oh, that was good. I remember El Camino Christmas with uh, Tim yeah, Allen. Tim Allen. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Tim all Allen right. doing stuff. So am I going with my pick or Brian? You going with your pick? I have not said mine yet while you were away. So... <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So <laughs> you saw my sign that I posted. We saw, um, we so saw my the pick. Signs. So my pick this week eyes. for panning your streams, not with a pickaxe, not with a pickaxe though, just with your bare fucking hands, because pickaxes are for pussies. Um, Fuck you. That's we're gonna <laughs> pickaxes are for pussies. That's our t-shirt. It's <laughs> another t-shirt, <laughs> along with uh, along with Ryan Hawk is not his brother. Um, <laughs> but uh, good callback. My, so so my pick was my pick was the Neon Demon. The Neon Demon. With Ellie Golding? No, not Ellie Golding. Um, Ellie, no. Ellie Fanning. <laughs> Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning. I'm sorry. I don't know why Elle Golding came up in my head. But Elle Fanning? Because her uh, song might have been I in could, there. I could definitely see an Elle Fanning. Or <laughs> I could see an Elle. What is her name? Elliot Gould song? I could see an Elliot Gould song in this. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know why I said Ellie, Ellie Golding. Gould. I meant Elle Fanning. I meant Elle Fanning. That's the one I fucking meant. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is a this is a 2016 horror i guess horror film um directed by nicholas winding refn of drive fame of i mean of some good shit i was going through his good stuff movie. man so i like drive all of a sudden lately there's a lot of shit on drive like cult kind of forming i don't understand it um yeah i don't like it but he also did valhalla rising with podcast favorite mads mickelson I haven't seen um, it. Yet. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. That's I want crazy to. where he's like a fucking yeah. one eyed Viking, Viking or something. Um Bronson. Did you guys ever see Bronson with Hardy? 
where he yeah. plays like the new uh yeah. the uk's most notorious boxer, that's yeah. yes that's good shit and then i watched like one or two of the pusher movies which are cool also starring mads mickelson um so he's made some good shit maybe not over and over again like he only god forgives i didn't give a shit about mm-hmm. um but apparently he's also directing the remake of maniac cop that might be cool for him anyway so so the story let me um let me plot neon dream for you because i don't understand any of it um <laughs> so this says uh jesse moves to los angeles just after her 16th birthday to launch a career as a model the head of her agency tells her innocent teen that she has the qualities to become a top star basically she has the looks of a teenager which everyone wants but that's also kind of illegal for the stuff they wanted her to do so she should lie and tell everyone she's 19 years old um jesse soon faces the wrath of ruthless vixens aka other supermodels who are getting jealous of her doing this shit um and then on top of that there's a cd hotel manager played by keanu reeves i don't know why the plot of this brings him into this because he's totally fine and almost irrelevant um but basically l fanning's career you know takes off because she's uh, i don't know let's just say harvey weinstein would love this fucking movie basically the idea is that like it's this young girl who's underage but pretends she isn't underage and becomes very popular because of her looks um yeah i mean my three-word review is uh i don't know jeffrey epstein island like it's got that weird (laughs) vibe of where like it just shouldn't It's no, my, my actual three my actual three word review was doing too much because I feel like this movie's doing too much. Like Nicholas Winning Refn was like, I'm gonna use all the neon and all the synth. Um all the neon demons. But um Yes, the neon demon. <laughs> so but, uh, uh was Prince Prince Andrews guest starring in this movie then? <laughs> <laughs> he could have been. Um wow. I have so I so Check it out. Um, it's a slow, slow burn. Matt, you said you fell asleep watching this initially. I did. I could yes. see that. So it's a slow burn, but it pays off. I don't know Does how it? much horror it is. I'm sorry. Like, I probably should do better with my Halloween movie, but it, they called it a horror on Amazon Prime, so that's not on me. But you um, of all people, you're the horror guy, and you, I mean, you picked that movie. I know, I mean, but I didn't want to pick something I already seen. I got you. Uh, Caro Gluzman? Um, he was everybody's favorite uh, dick in uh, Gaspar Noah's Love. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. And uh, he was in Devs. He was in Devs. He was, yeah. he was the guy in Devs who, okay. uh, spoiler alert. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, he's been, he's been, I think he was in another Gaspar Noah movie too. Um, yeah, he was so... also married to Zoe Kravitz for two years. All right. That's, oh, that's fun. Because <laughs> Zoe Kravitz is fucking awesome. <laughs> but uh yeah, don't... I know. To watch it for just to watch it for him, I feel like he's kind of an up and coming. And uh, like I said, cis soundtrack. And I will apologize in advance. There are two scenes ish that are really, really tough. Mm-hmm. Like shits happening where you're like, oh fuck, this is this doesn't seem right. Like how you like you're googling how old Elle Fanning is. Let's put it that way. You're Ooh, like, ah, really? this doesn't feel right. I need to check this out. Yeah. Okay. So, it's um, more so like... yeah, watch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So watch it for those things. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, like I said, it, I mean, you know, stylistically, it's great. Soundtrack's great. Um, story is just very slow developing, and then kind of a weird, random, on edge ending. But yeah. okay, a horror movie. Right. I don't know. But all right, all right. 
Well, That's I guess it. we'll go to uh, to my pick. Goddamn right. And not, so not only is October, October's a pretty full full week, you know, or full month. I don't know why I said week. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, as I say, legends are born in October. <laughs> my birthday was October. <clears throat> but it's also, besides Halloween being there, it's also Pride Month, which leads yeah. me to my pick. Oh, yeah. Which is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. And nice. the lady that played Elvira recently, Cassandra Peterson, she recently came out as lesbian. So, proud of you, Cassandra. Good for you, Cassandra. I think it's Cassandra, um, just for the record. Cassandra. But yeah. yeah, but it doesn't work with the uh, Wayne's World uh, theme here. But. Cassandra. And her no? name was Cassandra. <laughs> yeah. But regardless, remember we're at, we're going streaming. We are pro LGBTQ. Yeah. Plus. All right. Whatever, so, you, whatever uh, your label is, we love you. So either way, um, Elvira, uh, <laughs> you know, she's hosting her show in L.A. And then some Texas guy sexually harasses her. She quits her job and plans to <laughs> yeah. open an act in Las Vegas. Like this is this is some stuff that's like you know still relatable. Um, but he quit. She quits her act and she or her show there. And she plans to open an act in Las Vegas. But she needs like fifty thousand dollars to start it. Okay. Which unfortunately she doesn't have because she just quit her job and she didn't realize that. So, as you know, luck has it, she learned that her great aunt Morgana mm-hmm. had passed away, and okay. she was a beneficiary. Yeah, beneficiary of her home. That's it. <laughs> 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 so she has to travel to uh, Falwell, Massachusetts to claim her inheritance. Okay. And it includes a mansion, a recipe book, and her pet poodle, mm-hmm. Algonquin, which uh, I think she changed his name to Gonk. Elvira did. All right. So Elvira pulls up to this, you know, super conservative, mm-hmm. excuse me, super conservative town. In Massachusetts, um, and of course the locals are all against her mm-hmm. from the get-go. Um, the only one for her was uh, maybe the uh, the kids, you know, the local high school students. Okay, and then also the uh, the husband of the lady that owns the hotel where she was staying at originally. Um, but she ends up like she she talks to her or she gets. The bequeath the mansion, so she has to go to the the whole uh, setup thing there. And yeah. uh, her great uncle Vincent, who is Morgana's uh, brother, mm-hmm. is there, and he wants the he's like really wants this recipe book for some reason or another. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to spoil it, um, but that plays into the whole story. Yeah. Um, All right. She also has a pretty badass dog. Like she shaves him, and gives him like the punk rock '90s thing. Gonk. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's a if you're a fan of campy, just campy humor and uh, a lot of euphemisms and you know innuendos, yeah. um, mm. and you know, just yeah, just seeing Elvira. <laughs> you should. This is uh, the only movie she's ever starred in, right? Definitely check that out. I don't know. She's she's popped up in a few things. I know she's. I she's think kinda she's like, like f- guest starred. Yeah, she's kind of like the female um, Svengoolie. 
And I could have sworn she was in other movies. But... Or Sven Gulli's the male her. Ooh, yeah, yes. I don't know who was first. I honestly don't know who was first. I don't know either. But all I know is she's 70 years old, and she looks really good for her age. 70? Yeah. Wow. I mean, she's not 70 in this movie, of course, but... No, Because this, no. this movie came 90s, out in... 90s? 80... 80? 1988. Wow, yeah, I was watching this movie at a very young age. Year I was born. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I don't remember. I honestly don't remember ever watching this. That's why Because I... Text you guys saying I was watching oh. this, and and you were I know Brian, you were excited, and I was like I don't remember if I saw this or not. Like it's just one of those. Oh, I, I doubt I did as a vividly. kid. I <laughs> we'll doubt I did as a kid, but who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, we'll get it more into there's, it there's, next. There's time. things in my life that I I think I relate back to <laughs> fucking Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and not in like a weird horny teenage right, boy right. way, but Either also way, in a horny teenage boy way. So I liked, uh, you know, the campy humor. I like the, uh, That's good. just kind of the fun thing of it. So yeah. I, I, uh, I give it a three one. out of five, three out of five. It's, um, I said, yeah. Classic Halloween adjacent would be my, my, um, three word. Oh, and okay. like, well, like you were saying, like, what's one reason? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. What, yeah what, reason. what was your theme or your, your question? Give well, me one reason like, to watch. If you want, give us one reason to watch. Yeah. Just say one thing. I mean, we, I mean, this movie has two reasons. If you'd ask Elvira, <laughs> but All right. uh, well, actually, I'm not, I'm not trying I've to got... get canceled right now. So um, my one reason was uh, it's just different. It's she just would different. Make that joke. She would make that. No, joke. I know. Well, actually, she she could. I couldn't <laughs> actually throw this out there. Throw this out there. Svengooli was first. Elvira was in the '80s. Svengooli okay. was in the '70s. But it the was first Svengooli. Yeah, it's first Svengooli, but Sven-Gooli. rich. Yeah. Rich Cause took over in 1979, and Elvira, oh, no way. And Elvira didn't didn't start until. Hang on, I clicked on. The well, one. none of these guys are the first, though. No, none of these guys are the first. There's a guy from like the 60s or something that was. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, probably. There, no, actually, there's some guys in the 50s, but um. Oh okay, because because one of my favorites is Joe Bob Briggs, mm-hmm. and he's been doing it since like. Yeah, maybe '90s or so, and like TNT Monster Vision, maybe before that even. But he's always mentioned like the first guy who's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the first he was oh, the, sure the first guy. Fun. Like when TV was invented, yeah. this guy apparently like went out and like bought all these like just unrestricted fucking film reels from like studios, mm-hmm. and that's what he would show and narrate them and host them and stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Elvira was, was yeah probably '50s. Elvira was until 1981, so Rich Rich Cause oh, okay. as Svengoli okay. has been doing it since 1979, so he's got two years on her. Oh, nice. Okay. Also, a Halloween original. costume of mine back in the day. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> but he was way, unfortunate. Uh, he lost to Pat that year with the hooded sweatshirt fingernails guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah, he really goes full go with Halloween costumes. Hey, but Are you know what? Hooded sweatshirt guy or hooded sweatshirt guy with unfinished werewolf nails? You know what? Honestly, putting them on in the party. I mean, as honestly, the going on. I mean, honestly, to be honest with you guys, how, yeah. I'm I never had good costumes. I just didn't give a shit. Yeah, clearly. Okay, that's that. Those things are contradictory. How yeah. are they not? Like you're like I never had good costumes because I never gave a shit. Well, give a shit and you'll have good costumes. But that's true. but why? When I can just sit there and hang out and hang out with my friends. Your Trump Lorax was effort and good. But that's because we had an actual theme when we stopped. Oh going wait, to Rocky, well, hold on. When we'll, we stopped going to Rocky Horror. Wait, we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. Here Good we segue. Go. Good segue. 
so of course this is a Halloween episode. It's also our bonus episode, and yeah, we're we going. Oh shit! I forgot episode. we were doing this. We're going to review. Uh, Go take a Rocky nap. Horror, <laughs> but probably not even review Rocky Horror, but more uh, to kind of reckon a, or think about old days <laughs> going to see them when theaters were open. Well, they're opening now, but um, when, when the pandemic wasn't the four yeah. the four times when the pandemic wasn't a thing. Exactly. The yep. the pandorium yep. wasn't a thing. So speaking of uh, confusion. Um, Brian, why don't you talk about the, the plot of Rocky Horror Picture Show? All right, so he's watching it right now as we as we record this episode. I, I do I do currently have it on, which is fun. Um, so the Rocky Horror Picture Show is a musical film from 1975. Eat your heart out, Sven Gulli. Um, but <laughs> so, so, so this was a movie that upon its release, I, I don't think did very well, but almost no. immediately went into a weird midnight marathon mm, circuit. Midnight um, probably not that much later, right into the seventies, midnight madness, you know, midnight mass, whatever you want to call it. Um, but <laughs> right into the, <laughs> shout out my Flanagan, two Halloween episodes in a row. I mentioned my Flanagan. Okay. Anyway, um, can you go for a third? Anyway, so it's a movie. It's a movie musical. So it's a musical. You know what I mean? Characters do things and occasionally break on their song. However, this movie is a little different in that the songs range in genre. Um, maybe a little bit in blues, but um, but anyway, the movie is about Brad and Janet who are at a wedding of a friend of theirs, and at the end of said wedding, um, you know, have a proposal Janet. of themselves. Brad have a proposal of themselves, but they then Bitch. you know are heading home from this wedding. <laughs> And they get a flat tire. <laughs> How about that? But uh, which tends them to wander back down the road towards a house they saw. I guess more importantly, maybe like a castle um, to seek refuge or maybe use a phone and call a cab or whatever. This house just happens to be having a special party celebrating. I, it's revealed later, <laughs> but I'm not really sure. Um, but anyway, um, celebrating, having a party, celebrating. And they stumble upon this. They're dragged into the party where the host of said party and several of his guests, including people who live there with him, um, basically just get them into different hijinks and stuff. And song ensues. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's the Rocky Horror Picture Show. If you haven't watched mm-hmm. it and you're listening to us talk right now, press pause, go watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show, mm-hmm. and come back. And we're going to well, explain grab some, some things to you. Grab some toilet paper Yeah, that you've yep. been hoarding since COVID. Uh, yep. Grab some paper <laughs> <Yep>. plates. <laughs> you don't need it. Toilet get ready to fine. shout. Get ready, get ready to shout. Get ready to shout, but only shout when you're allowed to shout. Yep. Get ready to dance. <laughs> yeah, you better do the time warp. Uh, yeah. So speaking you're of gonna, only you, shout, what you don't. <laughs> you're gonna hear the time warp. You're gonna hear the time warp. Like well, actually, you you know the time warp. You've been to a wedding. You know the time warp. Right. But now that we've talked about it, your first time seeing it, not in theaters, but your first yeah. time ever seeing it, Brian, you go. <sighs> <laughs> I want to go because I know Pat's first. Uh-huh. But um okay. So the first time I ever saw this movie was back when a little network existed called VH1. Uh VH1 was kind of like MTV. They would play music videos and stuff like that and they would occasionally have other programming maybe randomly. But for some reason every year on Halloween they would play Rocky Horror Picture Show 24 hours a day like a sunrise to sundown or whatever till midnight, okay? Uh-huh. Um so for I don't even remember how far back when, but me and my mom, after I'd go trick-or-treating and stuff like that, I'd come home, 
hand out a little more candy to the later kids because I was probably young. And then we would sit down and throw on VH1 and we would watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh-huh. I was probably eight, nine. Eight, nine years old. Uh-huh. Eight, so it's somewhere eight, around there. Yeah. Um, and we just did that. Yeah. I think... Yeah, my first time was uh, just my... I think it was on TV, same same as you. Probably probably on VH1. And I think my mom was... Like, she knew about it. She was the one that kind of got me into it. And... Uh, so yeah, that was the first time I saw it and was introduced to it. I don't, I still don't remember what the hell it was about. <laughs> I've seen it about 15, <laughs> 20 times and I could not explain the plot to you. Um, but I've enjoyed seeing it in movies. The first time I ever saw it in theaters was in high school mm-hmm. with my friend uh, Mason. Mm-hmm. And we decided to... Um... Yeah. I'm sorry. So we decided to go to, we were going to go to the music box, but it was all sold out. So we ended up at Wilmette Theater up in, you know, the northern suburb of Wilmette, which is like the really rich suburb. Mm-hmm. And we showed up and the movie ended, the whole thing, like the shadow play and whatever, it ended at like 11 or something. And we walked out and we're like, oh yeah, maybe we can hit up a bar after, you know. Or no, no. Th- so this was, be- this was after high school because I was at a bar. Yeah. Yeah, so it must have been just 21 or whatever. But we were um, we were out there and, like, everything closed down. It was like a ghost town after 11 o'clock. But, <laughs> so that was the first time going to, to the theater. Later on, we went to Music Box, which I'm sure Pat will tell you about, right? That was your oh, first yeah. time, Pat? Yeah, that was my first time. Uh, you know, I had the worst fucking so costume good. of all time. You know, I had... What were you that night? Uh, I was fat... Deadpool, Thor, I don't know what the fuck I was. You were the whole Marvel universe. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was, yeah, like it was Deadpool with Mjolnir. Yeah, it was it was terrible. It was a terrible costume, and you know they're like, oh, we got to put a V on your face. I'm like, well, I got this mask on. And they're like, yeah, we'll put it on your hand. It's fine. And then oh, you did get the V. Yeah, You're and the then virgin. you motherfuckers went to the bar and got fucking hammered, and I sat there and stayed in the seats, sitting there oh, watching yeah. our spots because I didn't realize you guys were gonna be gone. <laughs> The entire fucking time getting hammered. Can I go back to that though? <laughs> what? Go let's, back? let's backtrack. So this this first time, so um, they were. <laughs> well, well, okay. Brian, what was the theme? The theme. Are we done? Um, tell. Are we done telling the stories? Are Are we done talking about the movie? Are we just going in the stories now? I think we're, we're going in the stories. Yeah. yeah. So can we? Okay. Let's right. go. The first time that we all went together to Music Box to see it, the midnight showing. Yes. And yes. um. Yeah, the theme was, so Brian and his wife, Brittany, would come up with the themes most of the time, right? Yeah. And (laughs) the one year was, was it was gender reversed Batman villains, right? Well, I don't think, I don't think that was Was intentional. That that was not the first year. That was not the first year. That was Was the first year. That was the first year we all went together. But it wasn't. All of us were there, yeah. But it wasn't. uh, Yeah. But that was, I think that was the unintentional theme because I didn't clue in no, on no, that. No, they, no, they sent a text to everybody. Oh, well, then I was just an idiot then. Yeah, you, like no, you just decided to do, you just because you purposely went Marvel when everybody else was going to see. Yeah. <laughs> you were just being an <laughs> asshole. So um, back to the story. So I um, I was like, I, I drew that short on the stick. So I'm like, oh, fuck, who's that? Because Brian had Harley Quinn. Britney had Joker. 
Britney and Joker. What did the other Britney oh, have? Oh, that's right. That's right. I forget who she was. Oh. I, I don't know, but, but either way, so my only um, villain left for me was Poison Ivy. And I was like, what the hell am I going to do? So I had this, like, green and yellow, like, oh my God. Freddy Krueger-looking sweater. The only Batman villain left in existence was fucking Poison Ivy. Okay. The only one that's well-known that's a female. <laughs> um, and I had, uh, yeah, I painted my, fo- my face green. Mm-hmm. I wore, like, a green fedora for some reason. And then I had, um, I went to like Hobby Lobby or Dollar Store or something, and grabbed like some fake green garland, mm-hmm. and I draped it around like a like a boa. Yep. And I'm like, I kept texting, I kept texting Brian, I kept texting you guys, I was like, this looks stupid, like no one's gonna believe this is poison ivy, no one's gonna believe it. And then I got in the car, and Brian's like, oh yeah, 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 I could see your poison ivy, like just being super, you know, just super nice, you know, like. Oh, you're doing yeah. That that costume's awesome, man. Like, keep it up, whatever. So we go to the music box and we go to the bar. Brian and I do. Speaking of what Pat was talking about, yeah. And we asked the bartender, or Brian asked the bartenders after we ordered a drink. He goes, "What do you think we are?" No, so Brian had like pigtails, and he had like the whole like diamond, you know, color on his. On his like he had, he went full go Harley Quinn. Like mm-hmm. everybody could tell. So the bartenders go, <laughs> literally looks at Brian, looks at me, he goes. <laughs> Points to Brian. He goes, I don't know what the hell you are, but he's poison ivy. <laughs> and then my, the, the best part, though, my life. the best part was like Brian, who was like just super like just nice to me, like just building me up and whatever. He goes, what the fuck? Like he doesn't look like poison ivy. He's fucking you know he's wearing this <laughs> shitty garland on his. I was like, wow, Brian, wow. And then later on after the movie, there was a girl like selling pins and stuff. That I'd never talked to, and she goes, "Hey, Poison Ivy, come, come over. Do you want to buy some pins?" And Brian's like, "Are you are you serious?" <laughs> Just losing his shit, and that was that might have been my favorite part of the whole of the Here's whole my biggest problem. Here's my biggest problem. Here's my biggest problem with the whole thing. First of all, the bartender, <laughs> one of the bartenders, recognized who I was, so it was just these these dumb chicks over by selling uh, fucking pins or whatever. But um, here's my biggest problem. So if we walk up together. And your Poison Ivy costume is good. It's good, right? It was good. Mm-hmm. It was decent. It was wearing fucking Ivy. I get it, right? But if you looked at you and you were like, oh, this guy's a bat, the Batman villain Poison right. Ivy. And then you turn to me. And even in my worst fucking Poison Ivy costume ever with diamonds and red and black. You mean and Harley, Quinn. Harley Quinn. Harley yeah. Quinn. I mean. Harley Quinn. Real, real yeah. quick. And I, you couldn't quick fucking possibly be like. On a quick side note, Brian, all that matters, they gave us free shots of, of whiskey. So, on a quick side note, weren't so many, aren't they? Aren't they, they were, no, not free. They gave us bullet for like fucking uh, a half know, price or whatever, yeah. or something. Yeah, let's not get music box employees in trouble. On a quick, yeah. yeah on a yeah, quick yeah, side note, paid. aren't uh, Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn in a relationship in the comics? I guess it depends. So if on we made out, they would have known who I was. Probably. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm I saying. I kept telling you, Brian, we should do that. And you should've, were like, no. Should have tongued it. Yeah. Me and me and Brittany for years have talked about doing uh Superman and Batman and just like make out the whole time at a party. <laughs> just to like fuck people up. Well I mean uh, that's and, a good one. That was Pat's first? That was Pat's first. Yeah. No, that was Yeah, yeah and then I first, drove yeah. and I drove all you almost all you drunk motherfuckers home uh, except for Brian. Uh, here we go. No, but you didn't. Well, you drove, drove any us to Indiana. Us 
And you then you Indiana. drove us home. Because I never drove to... <laughs> I hadn't driven to the city by myself before. I hadn't driven out in the oh, city by myself go. before. There here we go. And then, of course, Brian's sitting there on One his... sign says Indiana. One well, didn't Brian, like, fall asleep? And yeah, Brian Brian's sitting there falling asleep, do, and he's just sitting there. He didn't signs. do turn-by-turn. Turn. He didn't do turn-by-by-turn. No, he's just, just sitting there zooming. The We're giving free shots of bullet. What do you want from me? He's just sitting there. He's <laughs> just sitting there. He's like, Matt, what's your address? He's like, Matt, what's your address? He's sitting and he there didn't just do zooming the turn-by-turn. Turn. He's just he sitting just there zooming in. in on the map. <laughs> oh, cool, man. Fell I'm a map guy. And then fell asleep on me. And so, <laughs> did you mention, did you guys mention, since my audio was being shit, did you mention my favorite part about Pat's first experience? His review of the movie? Oh, yeah. Rob's like, what Do you remember the fuck that? is Afterwards, going on? We got so, – so I don't know how it happened, but somehow we went to a Midnight Rocky Horror Show where Pat had no fucking idea what a Midnight Rocky Horror Show entailed. Mm-hmm. So afterwards, when we asked Pat what he thought of the whole thing, he thought we just meant movie. And his literal review was like, I thought the movie was good, but it was kind of hard to understand with everyone just <laughs> shouting things at the screen the whole time. He had no fucking clue what the deal was. It was, it was the best review I've ever heard in my life, honestly. Why did I get? Because why I was like, "Holy bag? shit, we didn't, we didn't explain this to him." No, we didn't. I don't think we did. Works. No, no, I walked the in cleanest, blind. The cleanest, because we were we were pretty tame. We were pretty tame. But the cleanest I think puke. you and I were pretty tame the first one, right? Mm-hmm. The second yes. one was when me and you were going off and got yelled at. Yeah, yeah we just yeah, yeah. yeah, we got yelled at. We got told to yeah. shut up, I think. <laughs> they were like, you're not saying the right words. <laughs> like so other people were doing time. it before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> another time. So this next time when we went, and I was the cat in hat, and I got yelled at in line because of fucking Matt. But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You're welcome. We... <laughs> um. So when you go to the Rocky Horror uh, pick, uh, Midnight Show at Music Box, they have a guy come out while you're waiting in line. He like rouse, rouse the crowd up and gets everybody ready, draws the V's on your cheek if it's your first time because you're a virgin, blah, 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 and all this shit. I don't remember what the fuck contest. happened, but Matt yelled some dumb shit. That's when we were, laying, we were waiting in line. Around. We were waiting Standing in behind line me. outside. So yeah. the guy turns around, looks right <laughs> at me, and I'm dressed as the cat in the hat. Not a bad cat in the hat costume. <laughs> But it wasn't because the guy picked it out right away. But he turns around and looks at me and he goes, I'm not going to get talked shit to by the cat in the hat. Yeah. I'm about to fight this guy dressed as the cat in the hat because of some dumb shit you said. And then he saw you be, he saw me behind you and goes, Hey, nice poison ivy costume. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Yeah. That year, Matt was uh, Red Fox and Black Sox. Yes. I was the Trump Lorax. <gasps> yes. And then and we went up. We went up for the uh cuz they have a like they had a costume contest at the beginning. We didn't I, win. I think I think had I shaved, I think had I shaved, it probably would have been more of a middle. Some some of us got some cheers. Yeah. We went as a group, I think we got some cheers. Yeah. But yeah, one of these years we're going to have to go dressed up as characters yeah. from Rocky. We lost to like I think someone was dressed as like one of those wild Waving tube mans or whatever. Yeah. Oh, wacky wavy inflatable tube man. <laughs> yeah, if I go if I go dressed <laughs> up as Rocky, uh, I'm gonna have to like wear the like golden shorts. Oh, you go dressed up as Rocky, yeah, yeah. and then if actually, you go as Rocky, I'll go as Frankenfurter. Actually, did you guys know uh, he quit acting after uh, the movie? Yeah, he was the, he was the only one that was like ashamed of it. Yeah, 
He was just like, nope, done. Also, that was, uh, I think that was Tim Curry's first role. Was it? I think so. Theatrical. And Patricia Quinn, Quinn who uh, played Medusa, she wanted this. She only signed on for that science because of that science fiction double feature, you know, the song that starts it all. But they wouldn't let her sing it. They had somebody else sing it, but it's her lips. Huh. Yeah, nice. His first live action was uh, Rocky Horror, and mm-hmm. who? Tim Curry's. His first live oh. action was Rocky Horror. He's pretty young. Yeah. Yeah, he's only seventy five. Like not stage one. Well, he's not young now. He yeah. was pretty young <laughs> yeah, in mm-hmm. the movie. Tim Curry. Yeah, and also he was going to play Brian, Brian. What's his name? Brian, or no? What's a... Barry Boswick? Barry Boswick. That's it. Yeah. So but do you know then... that Tim Curry was started out playing Frankenfurter with a German accent? Interesting. But he changed it when he heard a woman on a bus speaking in a highly exaggerated English accent. And that's oh, his good choice. That yeah. and his mother's telephone voice. Well, that was like the whole Shrek thing, right? Because wasn't Shrek? It was first. He was just um, Michael Myers was doing it as like as him, and then he changed it to the Scottish thing. Oh yeah, like I don't think it was written like because Farley's voice that we listened to was not. It was definitely not like a, a heavy Scottish accent. Like the audio recordings of Farley doing Shrek. Right. Yeah. So it definitely wasn't written that way. Yeah. 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 But it's a, it's a good movie. I definitely recommend. Um... Oh yeah, check it out for sure. If you're gonna go watch it for your also, first time, also did I say Medusa and then Magenta? I meant Magenta. Yeah, you. I was like, who the fuck is he talking about? Okay. But I think because they did the Medusa thing where they turned them into statues. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But You're a hot dog. Mm-hmm. No, but... And that, I guess... I was, sorry. Go ahead, Pat. I was going to say, yeah, for your first time, go see it in the theater for one of the midnight no. performances. No. Yeah. No. 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 Watch no. it. Watch it once. Watch it. Yeah. Then and then watch go. The, get it on DVD. Watch it once. Then watch the track of a live studio audience then go mm-hmm. or just go and go in blind like i did and then <laughs> also remember and wonder why everyone is shouting at the fucking theater also yeah. use the uh use Screaming the bags slut. Slut. use <laughs> use the bags yeah, that all your use the Dick. bags that all your all your stuff come in as a puke bag if you drink too much. yeah <laughs> oh that was that was hilarious <laughs> i was told not to tell that story <laughs> i know i figured that's why i didn't mention names Oh, it's fine. So, you know, one so of us, happened. the first time they went to the midnight screening of Rocky Horror, did so many shots. Oh, because didn't they end up at the bar? I think one or two of them ended at the bar uh-huh. with us once or twice, right? Yeah. Oh, no, we brought shots Most back likely. to the seats, maybe? I don't remember. Whatever. No, but someone but, got um, that. Yeah, everyone, we, we that first time, everyone got really shit-faced. Yeah. Except for me. Except Pat. Except for me. Except Pat. Who was completely disappointed that he couldn't hear the dialogue. <laughs> was, actually, and you, missed the whole plot of the movie. Actually, I, was I think at one at one point he stood up. Can you guys be quiet? I'm trying to watch. <laughs> no, actually, actually, I was more disappointed that you guys and everyone cheered because they were like, "Oh, great ad lib." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was disappointed that you guys went to the no. fucking bar and didn't bring back any fucking shot. Well, that wasn't their intentions. We were like, "Let's go get drinks," and then me and him yeah, were like, "Let's we're do gonna a bring shot." And then the bartenders were like, "They kept giving bartenders were like, love your poison ivy costume and your friends is good too.'" And mm-hmm. then we were like, "Oh, let's do shots." And uh, yeah, 
Yeah, and they're like, yeah. well, because you all right. went all out in their Poison Ivy costume. Here's two free yep. shots of Buffalo yep. Trace. Here's, here's, the, here's, two, here's two free shots for everybody because you're also Poison Ivy costume. But your friend yeah. has to pay because we don't know what he is. Yeah, he's got to pay double. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this guy wearing pigtails? <laughs> so I did, I did, I did. So I, the second time, though, when we went and uh, Pat, you had a little more clarity. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, but remember us like yelling and just getting in trouble with like yes. the chick in the row. And the bar closed us. early, too. That was not saying it's because shit. of us. I don't think we went back the next year because no. of that, right? We were no, like, we didn't go well, back. No, we didn't go back. It's a midnight cause... show and they're going to close the bar at fucking 1230. Forget it. Right. No, we didn't go back the next year because we were going to give her one more chance. Your wife was out of town with your daughter uh, visiting family and Matt was out of town uh, okay. for his birthday. Oh, at a wedding. It was a wedding. Yeah, it was a wedding. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. that's right. That's right. So and that's why COVID, I, I think was. And that was after so. we went the second time in the bar yeah. closed yeah. early or before? That was after. No, it was after. Because we're 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 gonna do it one more time, I think. I feel like the bar still closes early. We're gonna do it one more time, and if the bar closed earlier, we're gonna be like, "No, that's it." Well, I'm. That's right. That's right. So I do think we should do it one more time and see if we should. Oh, maybe we'll be our podcast will be big enough that we can mm-hmm. bring a whole twenty 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 two Rocky mm-hmm. Midnight Midnight it won't Rocky. Be, I can bring my yeah. girlfriend with, and mm-hmm. yeah, yep, it'll be fun. Yeah, we can all bring our girlfriends with. Yes. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Don't dream it. The one thing it, I do want to say, I, hey, I do remember. As I always say, hey, don't dream it. Don't be dream it. it. Be it. I just want to say, I re- I, the one thing I remember of us, like, just yelling um, our own versions of stuff at the screen. Yeah. I remember the girl in front of us getting mad because we weren't yelling the appropriate things. Slut, dick, or yeah. asshole, whatever the fucking blah, blah, blah. I do remember us just ripping on, like, Dr. Scott for, like, being oh, in a yes, wheelchair. We did. Do you yes, remember that? Like oh every God, time yeah. Doctor Scott would say something, we'd be like, "Why don't you stand up and say?" It? And the girl in front of us, <laughs> you was started so it. Fucking man! Yeah, yeah, they were getting pissed. It was so good though. Oh my God. Yeah, it was so good. That was one of my favorites. Yes. I, I don't oh. think I ever went and just yelled my own things like that was. So no, we yeah, that's right. Like you, you, you and started like, it, Shh. and then I was like, she, she was, she was like full on like a Rocky horror like fucking Pure student. Yeah, fucking like, she was like a yep, yep, yep. And I was like, she researched the exact the things show. you're supposed to say. Yeah, exactly. It was so probably her first too. time at the music box. And she goes, well, I searched this up. I read everything. <laughs> I brought my own yeah. I brought my own TP. Um, well, because there were other guys, the first used, one that, freshly that used would ad-lib, TP. and they would show it yes, off. Yes, when we went? And it would, everyone would laugh, but with us, it was... When uh, we went the other time, people were throwing out random shit. Yeah. That time, and I think people were that time, too. It was just that bitch in front of us. But then remember, like, the people behind us were, like, laughing their asses off at our yeah. fucking commentary. <laughs> so. Right. That's that's the beauty of the Rocky Horror Midnight. So I guess go to the show, be wary of we'll who you're it. sitting next to. <laughs> yeah, but do your own thing. Fuck them. But yeah, fuck them. Do your own thing. Dress up. Go all out. Get fuck weird. you. Don't dream. But first, watch it. it on. But first, we'll watch it watch on it Amazon on Prime. Prime. Yep, it's on Prime, and then, uh, bitches. And de- tweet us your uh, reviews if you have any. Yeah. Yeah. Tweet us your reviews about any and of these movies. What's our what's it at going underscore streaming? Got it. Yep. There it is. Tweet. Check us out on the Insta. Tweet Insta. You should add that to to the uh, slow theme song. Look us up on Meta. Look us up on Meta. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fuck Meta. Um, (laughs) Look at us up on Pornhub. (laughs) On the P-Hub? What? Yeah. You can only pay us us in Bitcoin there, just an FYI. 
Check us out on OnlyFans. <laughs> and and its brother company only stands. <laughs> Sub us on OnlyStands and send us your Doge. No, only only fans. We just sell fans. <laughs> Box fans. That whole thing I just said was for Potter. <laughs> Box fans. All right, close us out. Close us out. All my right, guys, my well, fucking internet's yes. been shit. Thank you for listening to Sorry. this. I apologize. Halloween episode, the annual Halloween you episode. Should apologize. I, I'm going to work on a Vincent Price voice for next next year, dude. I t- whoa. Um, yeah. yeah. But thank you for enjoying or enjoying the podcast. <laughs> Sorry like, for. Uh, this is like Lydia br- Dietz under a sheet with holes <laughs> cut out of it. Sorry for Price. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at least it's not the scream what? from fucking uh, the body invasion of the body snatchers. That. The, the Wilhelm? Wilhelm scream? Yeah. No, that's not. Yeah, it's good shit. Was it the Wilhelm scream? No, the Wilhelm is. scream is like higher. It's like, ah! or something like that. Like, no, that was Xena War. I think that was uh, a. Yeah. That was a <laughs> black dog. That was no, the, the Wilhelm. Was that like... Robert Plant from Immigrant Song? <laughs> no, the Wilhelm. <laughs> you honor me. You no, the Wilhelm scream is like. <laughs> the Wilhelm scream is like. <laughs> it's like. Uh, maybe. Well, that sounds like a dog dying. You sound like a dog dying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of that, speaking All of right. dying, um, <laughs> that brings this podcast episode to an end. Um, Thank God. As always, thanks for listening at going underscore streaming. Check us out on Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook. Yep. We will talk to you at another time.